0: Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl, where we discuss all things concerning self-development and bettering our spirit, but from the homie perspective. Somebody that's going through the journey day by day, just like you. Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, The Spiritual Homegirl, and we are back with another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl podcast. Now before we get started, you know I do not do any episode without thanking you all for your support. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are in podcast land, you choose to limit me your ears now once a week for about an hour or so. And I hella appreciate that. Yeah, you heard me right about once a week. We back on the regular output, you feel me? If anything, probably will be no longer than a two-week um, or bi-weekly output of the show. I have been in L.A. for almost... Going on seven months and I think I am finally starting to get my sea legs, meaning that I'm starting to be able to acclimate a lot easier. I'm learning the city a lot easier. I'm learning my neighborhood surrounding areas a lot easier and it feels damn good. Not to mention I'm getting, I'm meeting a lot of great people and um, for some of y'all who don't know, I went to St. Thomas, just got back late last night. From a week-long vacation, I celebrated Carnival. I spent a lot of time with my family, which was really, really important to me, as well as connected with my ancestors and consulted with them and, and also, you know, had a long talk with God and got a lot of things off my spirit. And I feel really good to be able to say that even though I felt like myself when I was out here, I really feel like myself now, if that makes sense. Sometimes you go through a period where you don't quite realize it, but you're kind of like, you're you, but you're kind of in this weird, like, in-between phase and trying to figure shit out. And then you have this aha moment or this epiphany where you're like, I'm back, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm back, you know? And that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at with it. So I'm really, really excited about that. And um, I wanted to... Come back with an episode, honestly, I don't even know where this episode is going to go. I just feel like talking and maybe we'll just go from there. But I got to say, this episode is brought to you by the Culver City Farmers Market. Shout out to the Culver City Farmers Market, okay? All the good strawberries from Oxnard, California. It is not up for debates unless you are a native that got better strawberries. As far as I'm concerned, the best strawberries in California come from Oxnard. Okay, so I got some Albion strawberries. I think that's what they're called. And um, I got me some tea in my cup, and we are going to chat and update for a little bit. Hopefully, not too long. That's some good tea. So, first things first. Uh, Los Angeles I am starting a book club with my partner West LA Joe as of right now we are going to do it at Harun Coffee that is on I think 4336 Dignan Boulevard in La Lomert Park and a book that we're going to do together is The Way of the Superior Man. I remember Romy Rome from y'all know Romy Rome if y'all familiar with Spiritual Homegirl y'all know Rome is probably the most interviewed guest I've ever had there's actually a lost episode in the vaults that has him um that we interviewed (laughs) and did like a month ago so um we actually talked about that and that was a book that he mentioned in terms of um a book that was instrumental in his journey and I know as a woman some of y'all probably like the hell we want to read that shit for but it's because Men, I think, should read that kind of book so it gives them a blueprint of what they want or they can accept or reject it, but at least they have something in terms of what works. And then we as women can read that book for ourselves and determine if that or if that blueprint is something we want in men in our life. Not necessarily from just a romantic aspect, but, you know, do our friends exhibit? um, Matter of fact, do we even accept the way of what this man calls superior? And then do we accept that, or want that for our brothers, our cousins, our, our um, fathers, our uncles, our friends, our business partners, our associates, etc. So I think as women, it's good to read. And I also think that mensary books that pertain to women as well, like, you know, Sacred Woman by Queen of Fu. I think those are books that should be read for understanding from both perspectives, even if it's not necessarily directed um, to us. So, yeah, so that'd be... 11:30 30 a.m and it's on a sunday the 19th of may it's at Harun coffee again in lamar park in los angeles california we'll be going over that book for about an hour and then we'll meet next month and do another book and we're doing that book club in honor of nipsey hustle and the reason why it's really important that we do this is because nipsey hustle sold so many seeds and now he's no longer with us physically um joe and i decided that we would uh, pay honor or pay homage or tribute to him By continuing to move forward Death such as Nipsey Hussle And especially in Los Angeles If you're not in Los Angeles You're not going to understand the true magnitude of here And I know me not being from Los Angeles I will not understand the full magnitude Of what his death really feels like I just know it's, it's deep So I can only imagine if you're born and raised here And you're a native It probably is a hundred times deeper for y'all But with monumental deaths, period. I feel like when this happens, things can either shift in one direction or the other, and I feel like Joe and I want to do our part to make sure that we shift at least. And do we have to do to keep the positivity going and the um the curiosity to want to learn and explore and do better for not only ourselves but for the community at large. So that is why we decided to do Nipsey Hussle Book Club. And I hope other people do book clubs in their own cities and even in multiple parts of L.A. It's not no exclusive thing, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody um, has ownership to it to where, you know, that's not what this is about. It's just about starting other conversations and making sure that that keeps going. And I mean, I mean, the marathon continues, you know, like that's not a cliche. That's that's a real phrase. I take that to heart. I know a lot of other people do, too. And that starts with constant acquisition of knowledge, at least um, for me. That's that's how I. Am going to um, continue to better myself. It just just learn and and explore and grow, and help others to do the same. So, so that's an update. But what's some other shit that's been going on? I'm saying a lot of things on social media about um, not being appreciated or not feeling like you getting your just due and things like that, and. I know we all, myself included, have been in situations where we might have been taken for granted and people may not have realized how dope we were. But sometimes you got to reclaim your dopeness. Like Elder Maxine Waters say, she reclaims her time, right? Every time she gather their asses up in those meetings, she reclaims her time. And I feel like sometimes we got to reclaim our time too. And we have to reclaim our dopeness and call the energy back to us because sometimes people get us fucked up. Sometimes folks don't quite understand who they fooling with. And sometimes they need a reminder, but more than anything, all the time, we need a reminder. Because sometimes we put ourselves in shit to where we subject ourselves to mistreatment or potential mistreatment for whatever reason, Um, whether it's external factors or, you know, necessary, like I need external validation or whether it's um some type of like esteem issue or we just kind of don't know no about it, whatever it is. You know, people get us fucked up. And we again, we have to call our energy back to us. Sometimes we give it away to the wrong people they ain't not deserving. And it's just like, damn, you know what? I need to figure this out and stop putting myself in this situation. Or you get fed up and you hit a rock bottom and you're like, yo, this treatment is unacceptable. I'm not going to deal with this shit no more. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that because I feel like with spring here already, you know, why not do some spring cleaning in your life? Besides just cleaning up the physical, you know? Yeah, you go through your clothes, you go through your shoes, you go through your your music and all the other shit. You go through your social media, but do you do inventory on the face-to-face connections that you have? And do you do spring cleaning for that? Do you look at people and, and kind of assess your relationships and realize this works or this doesn't work or... This needs to go out with the rest of the shit I threw out in my closet. Do you? Do you guys do that? If you do, that's great. And if you don't, I highly suggest you do. It's something about decluttering on all fronts that is very freeing. It makes me feel very, very independent. And, um, I do that because sometimes, again, you give your dopeness away to people that aren't deserving. And um, I know that I'm going to probably ruffle some feathers when I say this, but the new age bullshit, and I call it bullshit because I think sometimes people get too literal and get too ego driven and get too high and mighty with the philosophy sometimes. But sometimes this new age bullshit will tell you that it's okay to give out your dopeness and be mistreated for whatever the fuck and I understand that there's there's been a rule where there's don't have any expectations and I actually was a person that kind of I tried to adopt that ideology and then I realized fuck that because with me as a grown-ass being grown-ass woman I expect to be treated like a decent human being and no fucking spiritual ideology is going to tell me that I'm not deserving of that that can be called oh the ego says you not fuck all that god damn it there's shit there's manners I'm not saying bow down and kiss the ring I'm not saying you know I'm saying you got to kiss my ass I'm not saying none of that just treat me decent and I'm not finna endure no shit for the sake of loving everyone I can love your ass from a distance and not put up with your shit I'm not finna sit here and and play the role for unconditional. I'm not finna let nobody treat me like shit so I can come off like a genuine understanding, unconditional partner or friend. Fuck that. Standards are here in our life for a reason. And we give our dopeness away sometimes because we be trying to be the bigger personal shit when we need to understand we have limits. Sometimes we be trying to push through our limits, knowing we be pushing through our limits, compromising who the fuck we are because... Oh, yeah, it's a cussing episode, so hide your, uh, hide your children and hide your elders because I don't want them to hear me cussing. I do respect elders and children, you know, in terms of ears. But sometimes we give away our dopeness for the sake of trying to be something that somebody else knows we need to be doing better for ourselves. I'm here to let y'all know that y'all ain't got to do that shit. If y'all know y'all out here pushing to the limits and you out here compromising, bending, and folding for somebody else's approval, stop. Please. Get back in tune with you and your core values and what you're going to stand for and what you're not going to stand for and assess everybody ass accordingly. There's nothing wrong with that. People are getting abused for the sake of wanting to be spiritual, wanting to be um evolved and shit, and you can't rush or force that kind of shit. If you're not in a place to do that and to take a higher road, don't force it. Am I saying just pop off on everybody and smack the shit out of people? No, I'm not saying that either. I'm not. If you do decide to do that, though, just understand that everything has a reaction and a consequence, and watch what you put into the to the universe and the atmosphere, because everything comes back. It may not come back instantaneously, but it comes back. Sorry, I had to sip some tea on that one, but but please, you know what I'm saying, like. Just understand the journey is something, at least for me, that can only speak for me and what I've learned. The journey is something that you just got to take day by day. And sometimes people going to get you fucked up on a Monday. Sometimes you can rectify it on a Tuesday. You might get tested again on Wednesday. Might get tested 10 more times on Thursday. And when you start feeling like you're you're being bled dry of energy and your dopeness, Sometimes on Friday you gotta you gotta step back and say, "Yo, I gotta I gotta reset. I gotta get back to me." And I've had to do that on plenty of occasions. And I know people say, "Don't get mad, be the bigger person." And I think that when we tell people that, and I've said it before, and this is why, and on today I want to correct. I think I've been doing it a few episodes in the past, but I just want to make sure I lay it down. Get mad. Be mad as fuck. Sit in that. Feel that. Stew in that. Really feel that. And the reason why I say that is because emotional suppression or repression of your emotions is just not... Or emotional repression is suppression of your emotions. Let me make sure I said that right. My mother is a former school teacher, and she would probably cringe if she heard me mess that up grammatically. But... And I probably still mess it up. But out the way, suppressing your emotions for the sake of looking a certain way does not do anything but hurt ourselves. That other person probably ain't thinking about how the fuck we feel. They probably don't even care. But the fact that we're trying to put on a front for other people, again, not being true to us, it just sets a bad precedent that our, our feelings about ourselves or our values don't matter. So when I say, you know, sitting in that, stew in that, you know what I'm saying? Like, really feel that. It's okay. Let it out it's better to let things out and, and to hit those emotions for a week or so than be bottling it up inside and then you go ham on, on the fifth person that's tried you because the straws broke the camels back and now you don't know no other way in terms of how to deal with your emotions because you've sat there and tucked them away and compartmentalized them for the sake of quote unquote being the better or the bigger person or taking the high road. People kind of equate Getting in touch with their emotions and being upset about somebody, um, you know, doing you dirty or someone uh, taking you for granted or, you know, you realizing that your dopeness was wasted on a on a person who wasn't deserving. They take that as you wanting to sling mud in the pen or the play the playpen with the pigs. And it's not even about that. It's about being able to go through the cycles of how you feel. To ultimately come to a resting point. To where you can move forward. So um, the whole get ma- don't get mad get even. For what? Getting even gonna do shit for what? We gonna get even and try to flex out on other people. Who again don't give a fuck about what we got going on. Like the whole the best revenge is success. I get it in theory. But in application I don't think it's realistic. Because we gonna let the fuel from somebody else. Now, I'm, and I'm saying this as a person who does transmute bullshit into blessings. And I hope that a lot of y'all feel the same way because just because people throw shit our way don't mean we got to take it as shit. Sometimes we can take it, flip it, reverse it, and then do good with it. Um, so I'm not saying that you can't use bullshit as fuel because I, I definitely do. But what I'm saying is letting bullshit fuel you only to throw the shit back at somebody else that is where the problem um, lies with the whole don't get mad um, get even or don't get mad get successful or the best uh, revenge is success because it's almost like who the fuck are you doing it for are you doing it for the other person so they can see and still not give a fuck about what you got going on or so they can see and still be like oh you still ain't shit or dismiss you or invalidate you because then what if you do it for someone else let try to flex out or stump out on them and be like hey look what i did bitch you know what i'm saying i did this that, and the other like a lot of us have done which i have done in the past too that's why i can talk my shit on it and that person still don't care it's gonna make you feel bad because the intent was never for you it was for them so if you're gonna you know what i'm saying flex out and, and boss up and, and do all that other stuff and glow up make sure that if you are doing it it's from a place of saying you know what I'm not going to do this for other people. I'm going to do this for me because what I've been given is not going to be what I accept. I'm going to flip it and make sure that I become better because of it versus somebody. Oh, you don't want to see how dope I am. Well, watch this. I'm going to lose this weight. I'm going to get this money. I'm going to make these connections. I'm going to raise the status and you're going to respect me because of that. Because nine times out of ten, if they didn't respect our asses without it, they damn sure not going to respect us with it. And if they do act like they respect us with it, it's probably because they want some shit from us to eventually mistreat us and abuse us again. Now, you have your select few that may come correct and say, you know what, my bad, I fucked up and I did not do right by you and I apologize for that. And then, you know, you can take their apology and keep it moving or you cannot. But most times when people really don't give a fuck about what you got going on, they're not going to care what you do in the future. And I'm saying only because their treatment of you in terms of how it relates to them is more important than how they're gonna treat you when you go up. Cause at the end of the day, their ego is way more important than whatever you're trying to bring to the table to show them that they were wrong. You're trying to crack their face. Their ego probably ain't even thinking about that. Their ego's not going to allow us to crack their face and make them feel stupid because it's so goddamn big. They're gonna find a way to invalidate you. Oh. You got you an Audi 4, why do not you get the Audi that Rager had in the reality show 10 years ago? Or, oh, you got you a nice little $60,000 job? Why you ain't making hundred k? Oh, you met this celebrity? Oh, well, how come you ain't making no money with them? They're going to find a way to, to put you back down. So if you're going to glow up, like I said, make sure you do it for yourself. Reclaim your dopeness by remembering that you have good traits about yourself. And write them down. I am dope. And what is dope to you? I am honorable. I am loyal. I have integrity. I have values. I stick to my guns. I don't fold for nobody else. I make time to assess before I make major decisions. I make sure that I accept the consequences of my actions. Whatever it is that makes you special and unique, it's going to be different for everybody because everybody's special in their own way. Write that mug down. Type it up if you need to. Frame it. Paint it on a canvas. There's been times where I've written things down and it still didn't resonate, and I get a whole bunch of canvases, and shout out to Keenan, artist Keenan Chapman on Instagram, he was a guest on my podcast, and he actually got me into painting a lot more, matter of fact, he did a soul in paint uh, about a week and a half ago in tribute to Nipsey, and we painted cool tribute pieces to Nipsey, it was really dope, but I'm saying all that to say that he got me into expression through art, express it however it is, if honestly, if you want to get a tattoo on your body to remind yourself, do that, if it's Painting on a canvas, you can look at it in your living space. Do that. If it's writing it down and framing a letter, but putting it by your bed so you can look at it before you go to sleep and remember how fly you are. Or wake up and read it and see how fly you are. Cool. If you need to write a letter to yourself, mail it to yourself. And then have it come back and read it to yourself. Do that. Email. Do that. Whatever it is that has you able and comfortable and free to express all of the positive, great things about yourself. Do that internalize it feel it breathe it and when you get done go live that shit talk is very cheap we can talk about what we are all day but when you are a living embodiment of what you think you are shit is different people receive you different i'll never forget shout out to key uh kiana by the way at key events key said she has a, um, a high-end staffing service, and she's always doing these A-list events around Atlanta. And I remember she said, you need to walk in that room like you own it, and you're supposed to be there. And those are the times we shrink ourselves, and we give our dopeness away because we don't want to come off like we're not humble. But coming is a difference between coming off humble and coming off not confident, coming off unsure, coming off um, weak, And I don't mean shy, okay? Shy is not the same. Because sometimes people, they're not extroverts. They're not going to come in and be like, yes, you see me. Everybody's not built like that, and that's okay. But in terms of second-guessing your opportunities, second-guessing why you're in the room, second-guessing why you're at the table, take that shit and run with it. You're there for a reason. Why block our blessings by taking away from our own dopeness and saying, oh, I don't know? No, you're there for a reason. You get opportunities for a reason. People like you for a reason. People connect with you for a reason. They support you for a reason. You're in the room for a reason because of all the positive traits that I mentioned that you list about yourself in the previous step I just I just gave y'all. So please, you know, when people take our dope list, yeah, that's one thing, but it's a whole nother situation when we take away from ourselves. We have too much to do in this lifetime to not only allow people to chip away at us, to chip away at ourselves by our own hand that shit is no we that's that's what that's in la that's out we're not gonna do that that's out <laughs> i'm learning my la slang while i'm out here it's 2019 and we're giving ourselves all the credit and we're giving ourselves all the flowers and we are reclaiming our dopeness flat out life is too short to go through life feeling like you don't deserve Everybody has specific reasons, very nuanced reasons based on experience, based on whatever is going on with their mental, whatever it is, um, or whatever spiritual trauma as well. There's a variety of reasons why we do this to ourselves. But I'm just telling y'all this episode that we don't have to accept that. They don't have to be our norm. Our programming sometimes, sometimes is a factor, but we don't have to give in to that. We can want the best for ourselves and not feel guilty about it. Not because, you know, you know, worrying about other people, what they're going to think. You know, some people don't want the best for themselves because they don't want to feel like they shine on other people. Fuck them. Do what you got to do. This is your life. Everybody's dope for a reason. If everybody can't realize how dope they are, that is not your problem, sis. You got to keep going for you. And if people got a problem with how you operate... In your dopeness, or you wanted to reclaim your dopeness, or you wanted to reestablish the foundation of how you set your um your value of yourself, that's a personal problem. That ain't got nothing to do with you. Reclaim that shit, shine on. And don't be bothered when somebody want to project their insecurities onto you, because that's what most people want to do. When they snatch your dopeness, it's usually because of some fucking insecurity they have yet to reconcile within themselves. So they figure by snatching it from you, It's acceptable because they don't even have that same fucking high standard of wanting to value themselves at a higher level for themselves. They don't even value themselves. How the fuck they going to value you? And when you peep that, snatch it back. Snatch your power back. And I know you're probably like, what do you mean snatch your power back? I'm going to be honest with y'all. I know in the spiritual shit, you know, the spiritual community, we talk a lot about the way to do things. I am also here to tell y'all the whole platform of Spiritual Homegirl is not about one way. It's about finding the way to do things that's true to you. Whether it's whatever you decide to practice, whether it's where you want to connect to your ancestors, whether it's how you want to connect to yourself. Like I give you suggestions, but that's not the only game in town on how to run it. You will ultimately know what's good for you. And other ways that you can call your energy back to you is simply by thinking it. You can meditate it. You can, um, and when I say meditate, I mean you can sit, you can breathe, you can focus on your breath, and you can simply focus on the thought of all the energy coming from all directions coming to you. Everything coming back to you. The same way you would probably meditate and try to project energy and it going outward, imagine it going inward back to you. If you know somebody got you fucked up, call it back from wherever. If you got it by name, a list of names that you know the people that got you fucked up, call it back. It ain't about causing negativity to other people. It's just saying, I peep shit. I peep game for what it is. I'm just like, you know, I'm going to call that back to me. You may have had my energy. You ain't know how to do with it. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Um, I'm going to call that back to me. Don't going to take that back, though. That's for mine. That's me. That's me. So there's other ways you can do it. Some people do rituals, their own rituals. I'm not going to tell you all how to do that because, again, you create the ritual that works for you. If you want to do candles, you can do candles. If you want to do Florida water sage, Palo Santo, well, I hope not. I hope not with sage. I heard you know sage is is uh, endangered and it's a um it's a thing in terms of um on that. But you know, whatever you need to do to feel at ease, to be comfortable, to restore your power, do whatever it is you need to do. Some go to the ocean. I love the ocean. I love the ocean. Some go into um they go hiking. They go into the mountains or um. Or they give community service. They do service acts, and when I mean, I know that probably sounds contradictory. Like, oh well, why are you giving? Technically, if you're giving your time, and your energy, and being of service, isn't that technically giving away your power? It's a difference between giving your dominance away to help someone in need that could really use it and really appreciate you, than giving away to somebody that's only going to shit on you in the long run, or someone who's going to mistreat you. It's a difference. Giving away your dopeness and your time and your energy in an act of service, someone who needs a meal, someone who needs a ride, someone who needs clothes, someone who needs assistance in any other way. That is from a place of, at least for me, again, I'm not going to speak for y'all, but to me, that's my place of gratitude. I give my dopeness away in that form out of gratitude because I'm happy to be here to be able to do that. It's a difference. The intention and the vibration I'm on is different. So I don't mind giving away in that because knowing that I've helped somebody calls it back to me. I feel powerful when I help other people. I feel like I do good when I help other people. I feel like I'm here fulfilling my mission and my purpose when I help other people. So when I do that, it's not necessarily giving away as it is more so me giving, but as well as helping me. Tap to that power and essentially reclaiming it if that makes sense I hope that makes sense but um but yeah so another thing that I do want to bring to the attention about the whole reclaiming your dopeness thing is Are we actually asserting ourselves in terms of what is acceptable in terms of how people treat us? Because sometimes we feel this way because we feel like we're mistreated, right? But have we actually had the conversation with these people that don't do us right to let them know that we have standards and that they're crossing lines or overstepping boundaries that they need to step back over on? Like, Think about that real quick. Have you had the conversation with the people you fed up with? Have you at least had a warning conversation or a conversation of, Hey, you know, that's not cool. You know what I'm saying? I actually don't operate that way. I don't move like that. Or, hey, you know what? I noticed you said something, you know, and I thought that was kind of disrespectful. Um, or, or something of that nature. Or, hey, you know what? You've been treating me like shit lately. I should probably let your ass know that's not really the way because I don't operate like that and I don't allow that in my life. I'll give you a moment to think about it. If you haven't had that conversation yet, why haven't you? Are you scared of conversation? Are you scared of losing that person? Are you scared you're not going to be understood? You all have, like I said, it's a variety of reasons as to why we do things and or don't do things. But what's your reason? And is that person losing that person or is... That fear of confrontation, is that that worth more or is more important or more valuable than the unsatisfactory treatment that you're getting now or the dopeness that they keep snatching from you, the power they keep snatching from you? Because essentially it's because we allow that. I know it's a hard thing to kind of accept that certain people sometimes treat us a certain way because we allow it. And I know that nobody want to hear that the circumstances that we created are our own. Because we're in an age where we're so used to blaming people for our own shit. It's hard to look in the mirror and say, yo, sometimes I'm the cause of some of the shit that happens to me. It's because I allow it. Now, I'm not talking about manipulating of a weak mind. I feel like there's a difference between knowing that a person ain't doing you right and then also being manipulated to be abused and you're thinking that's okay because that's abuse. I feel like those are two different things. I'm not talking about in this episode at all about people who have been brainwashed and programmed to think that abuse is acceptable. That's a whole different, deeper, um, a deeper scenario that I couldn't even cover in a homegirl episode. I would have to basically... I would want to, honestly, get a therapist, a spiritual advisor, and we could all have a discussion about it because it goes much deeper than people think. But I'm talking about people who know better and for some reason don't want to do better. People that are being um, uh, manipulated and abused, like that, they don't quite know better yet because someone else is pulling the strings on a mind that has been easily compromised and easily influenced. Nope, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about people who... Are frustrated with a man. Pissed off at a woman. Starting to feel distressed at a friends. Don't quite feel one hundred with their colleagues, or feel like somebody got them fucked up, or they might be sketchy, but you don't quite know how to take an approach to it because of whatever reason. But you know it ain't right, and you feel lost. And hopeless, and you feel like you can't ever find nothing solid, or you can't find solidness in people, or you can't find your level of solid in these people. That's what this is. What my episode, or these are the people my episode is for. And and going to the whole level of solidness, I think again going back to the having the conversation piece. Sometimes you're gonna deal with the harsh reality that you're solid and they're solid. And when I say solid, y'all, I know some people don't know what that means, but solid is slang for being a good person, being thorough. Sometimes your level of solid and their level of solid are not the same. And sometimes it takes things happening for you to realize that your level of love and care ain't the same. And it hurts. Because you'll think, damn, I didn't sit here and I I thought we was on the same page but we're not. And that's why I was saying the conversation is low-key necessary to have. Because if it's not had, it's going to keep happening. And some people sometimes don't know that they're overstepping boundaries. Sometimes people don't know the shit that come out their mouth is shady. Sometimes people don't know that, you know, you might do something and they might not be as appreciative as they should or sometimes people really don't know that they be overstepping bounds. And that's why the conversations have to be had so that people know better. But when they don't do better, it's when you gotta handle business. And hit that cleaning. That spring cleaning. Or whenever you decide to clean out the house and, and decide whether these people are worth being around or not. So that's all I wanted to say. I wanted to keep it short this episode. It's never short with my episodes. Apparently, I can never just not keep it under a half hour. But it's spring cleaning season. Recall your dope and it's back to you, bruh. You have a lot of great things to do in this lifetime. And it's no point of wasting your energy on things that you know have have done nothing but drain you or not make you feel valued or good. I also, again, think it's worth the conversation, though. Talk to your folks. See if y'all are on the same page. Maybe sometimes, you know, sometimes you say the same thing, but just in different ways. It'd be the same concept, same point. Y'all just kind of get to a different route in terms of how to articulate that. So, you know, have the conversation, but the conversation is not productive. And the actions are speaking louder than words in a negative way. And you're getting examples. And you're seeing people for who they are. Take that. And its I mean, especially after they had the conversation. If people are really showing you they ain't about shit, don't, I mean, how many passes we gonna give these people? For the sake of looking unconditional? For the sake of looking like we are loving, caring people? At the expense of our self-worth? No. I mean, and for some of y'all, y'all might not be ready. And I'm not judging you. But I know for me, and me, I'm having this conversation with my girls too as well. So maybe this is also powered, this episode is also powered by them too. Me and my girls, we not going for it. We not. And I know that some dudes that ain't going for it either in my circle. They're not going for that bullshit. And if you're ready to stop subjecting yourself to that kind of behavior and you're ready to reclaim your dopeness, y'all, y'all done reached the point too. Just don't be scared to reclaim it. you got to take distance from people, you can take distance as well. If you need a week, a month, two months, space away to, to make sure that what you're doing is right or to even kind of reattune with yourself to get back on track, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes reclaiming your is ain't even got to be about what I mentioned earlier about just rituals and, and stuff like that and calling it back from other people. Sometimes you just need space by yourself. In the society we live in, it's so easily influencing. Like, it's it's so strong. A lot of our thoughts, I don't think they are our thoughts. Because we have so much information coming in that it's just easy to adopt something and just roll with it. If it ain't social media, it's YouTube. If it's not YouTube, it's the news. You know what I'm saying? If it isn't the news... It's somebody else a conversation. Some shit sound right. We just blindly follow that shit. And we don't really know what we're talking about. Like, it's a lot. And sometimes it takes getting away from all of that outside noise to get back to who you are and what your thought processes are and what really feels um, true to you and what really resonates in order to reclaim your dopeness, too. Because there's definitely dopeness in being unique. And being unique is having your own thoughts and your own thought processes, as well as your values, as I mentioned earlier. So those are some some things I've been kind of thinking on. I went to the beach and kind of um, thought about it and sat on it. And I just wanted to share that with y'all. I really went off the dome with this one. I hope this made sense because I really went all over the place. But but thank y'all for listening. Oh, I also went to the beach and I decided that while at the beach I had brought Some of my aromatherapy things out there. Because I love aromatherapy in the beach. I'm relaunching my aromatherapy line. But I'm going to do it in a way where it's limited edition. Small sets only. So I'm giving you notice now. And I'm going to do some of that for some merch items as well. Save your money now. Because I'm going to do things in capsule collections. And when I'm done with them. I'm done with them. For those who missed out on the True Blue hoodies. The Spiritual Homegirl, Spiritual Homeboy hoodies. I don't know when I'm bringing those True Blues back. I did it a year ago. People still ask me about that collection. And I don't have any intentions on bringing them back unless there's an overwhelming response. But I just kind of like doing cool collections. I just, I kind of like to create that way when it comes to my merchandise. So definitely save your money because the capsule collection is coming very, very, very soon. But that's been this episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. If you need to find me, you can do so at www.spiritualhomegirl.com. Instagram, Facebook, Spiritual Homegirl. I am on Anchor, Pocket Cast, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I'm um, everywhere you get your podcasts. Please don't forget to subscribe as well as leave a review. I love hearing reviews, Um, not because I need my ego stroke, but because if someone else needs the podcast, they don't have to hear a biased opinion from me talking about how dope my podcast is. They can actually hear whatever you guys have to say in any direction and get a very, um, objective, um, well, it's still subjective as it is opinion, but you know, it won't be a Maria biased, um, opinion about the show. So it will be varying opinions. So they can make their own choices. So shout out to y'all that have left reviews. I really appreciate it. Also, I'm on YouTube. I'm really excited. I've recorded so much content. I'm going to start uploading tomorrow And I'm super excited, so please subscribe on YouTube if you have not done so already. I'll be posting a lot of stuff from my trip uh, to St. Thomas and from Carnival. So I'm really excited about that. I love the beaches out there. Megan's Bay is my favorite beach in the whole wide world. And I definitely took some great footage while out there. So I was really excited. So thank y'all for being so passionate with me and and riding with me as I go through this journey of living in a brand new place I've never lived before, which is Los Angeles and acclimating and adjusting. I appreciate y'all for being very patient with me. and I love y'all for that. So thank you. Thank y'all very much for, for riding with your girl. But till next episode, this has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria. Remember, trust the journey, trust yourself and reclaim your darkness. Peace.